0: the reality we choose to position ourselves in is based entirely on what we think up and what we believe, what we vision. And yes, this might sound wild. We are wild, we are that wild. We are powerful, aren't we? We've already established this. We're wild, change-making, shape-shifting self-healers of course we create our reality. It's who we are, right? Welcome to Not So Chronic, a place where we discuss the real truth in healing ourselves from chronic diagnosis. My name is Sarah and I'm a self healers coach for women who want to step into the healer and leader they are born to be. Think of this podcast as your radical guide in unleashing yourself from all the BS you were told and awaken yourself to your power, your worth, and your innate ability to heal yourself. Through our stories from suffering and diagnosis, to real healing and transformation, we are the revolution. We are not so chronic. So we've taken radical responsibility for our body and the direction of our life, so what's next? What do we do to self-heal? Well, unlike the conventional list of do's and don't do's that a health or fitness coach might give a woman in healing, we don't do that. Yeah, I don't instruct my clients on what to do, Um, like how the hell should I know what they should rip out you know, or stop choosing, especially when it comes in a DM. So I get asked all the time, how do I heal? And I don't really answer these because like that's the whole point, right? The exploration and the revolutionary self-healing happens inside the Self-Heathers Society and my one-to-one coaching, not in a DM. You know what I mean? But girl, to give you an answer, you are already healing, so there's that. So what are you choosing? What are you believing about your healing and about your life? What are you participating in? And what are you creating? Answering these questions, taking the time to reflect on your answers here is going to give you some direction to your question, how do I heal? Because yes, creating, right? We create our whole life, our sick life, our diagnosed life, and our healing life. We create all of that. And I know this is a little bit triggering for some. I know this is out there and you know, it really involves unleashing ourselves from any remaining sense of victim mode and victim mentality to really stand in our truth and say, I create my sick life, I create my diagnosed life, I create my healing life. So how? Basically, my loves, by what we choose to think and believe. Meaning, if we choose to think and believe that, for example, life is a struggle, right? We believe wholeheartedly life is a struggle. Then we pull in the circumstances, we pull in the events, we pull in the experiences, We pull in the people, the tensions, everything, where we create that reality, and life therefore is a struggle. We create that. We focus our energy on that, on manifesting more of that. So if we choose to think and believe that we are chronic, that we are incurable, that we are unable to manifest that dream that we've shoved down to one side, then my loves, we create that reality and we are chronic, we are incurable and we are unable to manifest that dream, at least according to us. So this understanding is your wide open window to your self-empowerment, to you recreating your life, because we live in a thought-based reality, yeah, a thought-based reality. What does this mean? It means that the reality we choose to position ourselves in is based entirely on what we think up and what we believe, what we vision. And yes, this might sound wild. We are wild, we are that wild. We are powerful, aren't we? We've already established this. We're wild, change-making, shape-shifting, self-healers. Of course we create our reality. It's who we are, right? So, any lurking resistance that says anything to do with you not being able to create your reality or step into this illuminating understanding, it's just that old habitual way of operating in victim mode, right? The mode that says stuff happens to me and I don't have any control. And we're so over this, right? We are so, so over this old limiting way of being and operating in our life. So we've dropped that now, right? It's dropped. We're on episode seven. It's dropped. No more of that. It's gone. It's dropped. Drop it. Take a deep breath in with me now. And as you exhale, just consciously drop it. Drop victim mode. It's gone. It's dropped. So. We live in this thought-based reality, right? A reality where thoughts become things. A fabulous mantra from Mike Dooley's Notes from the Universe, if you don't know that, definitely go and check it out, it's so beautiful. You sign up and you get these emails that are from, in quotes, the universe, right? It's Mike Dooley and his team, but it's just so beautiful and it's all around the mantra, thoughts become things. What you think, you create. What you think, you vision. What you vision, you focus your energy to. Energy is manifesting, that's what you manifest, right? So what does this mean for our healing? Well, at the most simplistic level, it means that we can think ourselves to a new reality. Right? And um, look, I know, we may be eye-rolling, we may be scoffing, but look, I'm serious. I'm deadly serious. How the hell did I end up manifesting this life in Bali where I am now, where I work full-time on my own schedule in my own business, where I coach other women in healing, right, now that I radically self-healed and I no longer manifest chronic symptoms or diagnosis? Like, this did not happen by accident, this didn't happen because I got lucky, this didn't happen because I just sort of fell into it and I was floating along and then like it just happened and I had no choice, I had no control. This is um, the old habitual ways of thinking and believing and we've already dropped all of that. So we're already not there anymore, we're on a new bandwidth. That's that's old and here we are. So just they going from, from, from my experience from this um, current setup I've got going. And maybe you can see how that you know reflects on you. Okay? So did I do any of this by believing I was chronic? Did I do this by continuing to participate in my old ways of being in my old life? And maybe you don't know much about my old ways of being in my old life, so let me tell you a little bit about it. I was very sick from about 17 years old or so. I Couldn't get any diagnosis. You know how the story goes years and years doctors and doctors treatments and this and that medicine pills pain relief sedatives a Little bit of physiotherapy, but when I was diagnosed as chronic Naturally, of course, um, the physiotherapy was removed from my free treatment plan because why would you give you know therapy to someone who's chronic, right? Uh, Yeah, totally makes sense. So um, so I was sick, right? Do not get me wrong when I'm like, oh, I'm in Bali, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is not BS. I was sick. I was very, very sick. I was in and out of hospital when it was just so severe, um, many overlapping symptoms that I'd start to panic, right? Because you don't know sometimes. Is it the fibromyalgia? Is it the anxiety? Is the heart palpitations normal? Is it normal that I haven't slept in like three weeks and I'm starting to hallucinate? Do you know what I mean? So hot flushes that you pass out because you're just so hot. You go to the doctor and they don't know what the hell to do with you. They just they just tell you like, Why are you here? Why are you doing this to me? Like, I don't know what to do with you. Probably the doctor even experiences it themselves. You know what I mean? The doctor has insomnia as well. So does the nurse. So does everyone else in that clinic, right? So. I was sick. Okay, I'll take you through some like moments in my life to show you how I was participating in that life. And that if I continued to participate in that life, I wouldn't get to the next step, the next chapter. So one participation was I was at uni. I was desperately sick. I was very depressed. I was self-harming. I was drinking alcohol every day. I was trying to party and like throw myself at people to try and fill this inner void of hurt, of shame, of nothingness, of emptiness, right? Okay, I unsubscribed to that way of living and I quit uni and I flew my ass to Vietnam and I became an English teacher. Um, Not in a traditional sense, I taught English to kids. Little kids who were learning English and like other foreign languages as well. We played games, we had a laugh, right? That did not fall onto me and it was not luck. I made a choice. Shall I continue participating in this situation? Shall I keep self-harming? Shall I just keep doing this? And ultimately I decided, no, I'm not gonna keep doing this anymore, okay? Everything we've been talking about in the podcast so far. I recreated my life. Was it like the end? Absolutely not, but at the time, There was some more alignment. Now I was a little bit freer. I was making some money. I wasn't stuck in a box in like what society thought I should be doing, going to uni, whatever. If you're in uni and you love it, amazing, fantastic. I was not in alignment. Don't get me wrong, I loved the course. I was studying sociology, Marxism, Freaking loved it, right? But it just wasn't in alignment. It just wasn't, I was sleeping. Sleeping, 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 every day, sleeping. Addicted to prescription medicine, you know what I mean? Flaring, sleeping, flaring, sleeping. So um, I shifted, right? I shifted, I stopped participating. Then what happened? Well, I was teaching English a couple of years. I was going here, there and everywhere. When I got tired or, you know, I felt like a certain part in my life had expired, I made some changes and I moved myself somewhere else. But all along I was still participating in sickness, in diagnosis and in symptoms. I was changing external things. Um, But I was not changing anything internal. And that's why it's not just about lifestyle changes. I'm not a lifestyle coach. Do you see what I mean? I changed my life. I went to live in the Maldives for a while. I went to live in Italy for a while. I was drinking vino, you know, aperitivo, six o'clock in the evening, wonderful, olives, all of that jazz. I changed my life many times. I tried different jobs, private English teaching, public English teaching, you know, one-to-ones. I was just like, doing all different kinds of things. I had another big shift. I decided to get into yoga, right? Then I decided to become a yoga teacher. Hey, love, if you're enjoying the show and you're ready to connect with self-healers, attend powerful coaching masterclasses and get access to restoring and revitalizing self-healing practices, head over to notsochronic.com. As a huge thank you for being here on the show, you get an exclusive, not so chronic discount to join us in our membership, exclusive to Women in Healing, the Self Healers Society. You'll get all my best self healing resources, group support, and powerful coaching all for you in your self healing. You and your work in the healing arts will be guided supported and celebrated and you will have the chance to come on the show for women in healing ready to share their truth that healing happens so head to notsochronic.com and join us in the self healers society okay my love back to the show Then I had this whole like identity crisis of like, who the hell am I? Am I an English teacher or a yoga teacher? And I had to decide what I was going to participate in. And and then just recently, as recent as January this year, I was living in the Canary Islands, Spain, participating in a life that was not in alignment with who I was. I was sick AF, you know what I mean? Sick every day, chronic migraine every day, chronic jaw pain every day, every single day in bed every afternoon, whatever I did in the morning. And by morning, I just mean like, maybe I got up about half 11 on a good day, right? So whatever I did in that morning, I then paid for it in the afternoon, sick. I was sick, You please hear me. Please hear me when I'm talking about my healed life now and my life in Bali and whatever. Please hear me that I really was sick right and i know that you hear me cuz i know you're you're on my bandwidth you're a self here and you get me and that's why i'm here in this space to be gotten to be seen to be heard by you that's the whole point so did i do all of this by just sticking myself in my made up limitations oh i can't do that i can't move there i can't do that i can't do anything Did I do it by criticizing myself? I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I need more. Um, You know, I just, maybe I deserve to just be in a life that's totally misaligned, suffering and struggling. I should just stay here. Did I do it by hanging around in relationships that dim my shine? People telling me I'm no good. People telling me I can't do it. Did I make these shifts by working in a job that meant there was no time for my business, a job that totally exhausted me, drained me, a job that I dreaded, a job that I felt attached to that I just couldn't I just couldn't leave. It was part of me, but not really part of something I actually want. You know, did I do this? Did I create this healing life by scrimping and saving and believing there's just never enough money? By continuing to believe that I've got nothing to share anyway, that I'm no expert, that I'm not allowed to speak up and no one would want to hear me anyway and no one can hear me. Did I manifest this current reality by believing that I just can't do it? And did I self-heal myself by believing that I should just be guilty, full of shame, that I deserve to struggle and have these symptoms? Now, this might not be conscious. We might not be consciously thinking I deserve all this suffering and struggling, but maybe it's there. Maybe it's there in the background. So did I make these shifts and heal myself by staying small, afraid of like my own power, Staying weak, feeling that on some level I deserve to be punished, that I am on some level just inherently wrong, that I shouldn't be here, that I shouldn't take up space, that I shouldn't be seen, that I can't be loved, that I'm somehow unlovable because of just the way I am, that I'm not good enough, that I need to manifest pain and suffering to be seen, to receive love, that only when I'm sick people will care for me, that i'm dependent on their caring that i need external help because i have no support of my own and did i manifest my life as a self-healer by continuing to hold on to attachments of this diagnosis or that diagnosis did i continue telling myself and the world i have fibromyalgia hey i'm sarah i have fibromyalgia i'm suffering with this incurable diagnosis that I can't do this, I can't do that because of my illness. Oh, I can't do that. I can't change my career because of my illness. I can't move abroad because of my illness. I can't do that or do this. I can't work for myself. Did I keep saying over and over again and believing that I'm different to everyone else because my body doesn't work? Oh, that's okay for them. They can do that. They can move to Bali. They can create their life. They can do what they want, find alignment um, because they're, they're somehow different to me and I'm just this limited being. My loves. I created this recent, current, yet temporary life, because everything is temporary. This life is not permanent. This setup I've got going in Bali, it's a choice. It's a result, a byproduct of a couple of choices I made. It's not permanent, right? And I created this in exactly the same way that I created my healing life. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that now, right? Because I created this in the same way that I chose to leave uni and go and try that English teaching, like travel blogging lifestyle. And I created my healing life in the same way that I chose long distance relationships, one after the other, or where I chose to be 10,000 pounds in debt with like eight different credit cards. Um, The same way where I chose to work 12 hours in McDonald's. Um, I took as many hours as I could. I thought that that was my only solution at that time to get some money um in the same way where i i created a life where i was depressed i was stuck um i was addicted to prescribed medication i was stuck in relationships well let me just backphrase. i chose to stay stuck in relationships that really they expired years ago You know what I mean? They expired. But I was holding on, holding on, holding on, choosing to hold on. And exactly the same way that I created a life for myself where I was chronically manifesting sickness every single day. All of this is the same how. And the how is I chose it. So what does it really mean to choose? Well, my love... We've been choosing our life all this time, totally subconsciously. So let's get conscious now. Let's wake up, okay? Because to choose means that we think something up. Yeah, we do this all the time. We have an idea. Then we rationalize it. Then we get all bogged down and we consider if it's viable. And we probably look to other people to validate our idea for us and to believe in it, probably because we feel like they believe in us if they believe in the idea, right? Maybe we don't believe in ourselves yet. And, and then we smart all over it, right? We get all specific, we get all logical, we make up these goals and we, we decide that they make sense to us. And then we set a whole load of conditions on this idea. Like, okay, I can do this when this happens. Or when I have this amount of money, then this can happen and that can happen. And we focus so much on what we think we expect and what we think is certain. We have this illusion of certainty in our life, right? Well, I'm here to just break it. Nothing is certain, my loves. Nothing, it's all temporary and it's all uncertain. Now let's get ready to embrace it. Because um, the reality is you're choosing it all. You're choosing the idea, then you're choosing whether or not it's rational, whether it's viable, you choose to validate it or not, you choose all the conditions that you make up and you set on it, you choose the limitations, and then you choose to believe that it all happens according to some kind of schedule. And this was me. And in some ways, this still is me. And that's why I work with a coach of my own, right? I'm in a six month coaching container right now because I know the importance of getting called out on my own BS, you know, the, uh, my ways that I habitually limit myself because of the programming and that we are unleashing ourselves from. This is life's work, my loves. So if we're choosing all of that, all of that, right, we're choosing it, then we also get to choose whatever we want, whatever we want. It's no different. Like just get on my level, right? Just get in my bandwidth right now. I'm talking kind of philosophically and literally, right? We can choose this option or we can choose that option option i can choose this life that enabled all my sickness and symptoms and illness and what does that mean it means i chose the job and the life and the partner and the house and the environment and the food i was eating and what i was doing and everything about the construction of that life i chose and that life enabled the manifestation of the symptoms and the illness and vice versa the manifestation of the symptoms and the illness continue to enable the life that enabled the illness are you are you hearing me self- healer right it's all choices and it's literally the same it's just the same thing I can choose to manifest illness because I'm going to create a life that enables that or I can create a different life I can make different choices and I can create healing what you choose you feel you feel it with your time, your effort, and your energy. You feel it with your thoughts. You feel it by talking about it, believing in it. You feel it by validating it. And you feel it by watching it unfold. You feel it by participating in its manifestation. Yeah? Participating. So yeah, it's great to have like ideas that that are like kind of noted down and then sort of forgotten about okay at least we're getting the idea down pen on paper that's something right but then it's like okay now I'm going to choose to participate in its manifestation I'm going to choose it once and then I'm going to choose it every single day do you know what I mean? I'm gonna participate in its manifestation. It's not gonna happen to me. Healing didn't happen to me. Bali didn't happen to me. Nothing in my life happened to me. The people I meet, the experiences I have, none of it happened to me. And it's just the most uplifting thing in the world. I can feel my heart lifting. I can feel my energy soaring with the knowing that nothing is happening to me. It's all happening for me, okay? We fueled it we visualize it. You visualize it as this already happening thing in your life. Not when I'm healed, then maybe I can do this or that. You're already healing and you visualize yourself already healed. It's not a destination that then you can be happy or then you can have all your conditions that you set on all these things. It's just already happening. I visualize myself. I'm already looking out of my window at my swimming pool in my villa, right? This was me when I was sick, flared in bed with chronic sinusitis. I have visualized it. I ha- was happy for the present moment I was in, you know, grateful to be alive, with a roof over my head, all of that stuff. I wasn't just like thinking about the future, thinking about the future, I was present. But also I was visualizing, visualizing the path from myself that I was already on. It was a, a path from, from uni, from beyond uni, from being totally sick, from being kicked out of my home when I was 16. It was a whole path. Okay, as we feel that more and more, we actualize it and you see the steps, and you let yourself go, you unleash yourself, and you push the damn button, and then you arrive, and you're there, and you're doing it, and you're choosing it, like I have arrived metaphorically, well, and literally, in Bali, right, but I'm I'm still here, and every day, I push the button, every day, I choose me, I choose myself, I choose my healing, I choose to love myself, I choose to keep going, and All of this is to say it's all the same process, this choosing, choosing to work in a job you hate and participate in that, or choosing to create your own income and participate in that. It's like a different storyline. It's like writing a story. It is writing the screenplay of your own life. You can choose this, you can choose that. It's the same process for choosing that you're going to live here, you're going to live there. And it's the same process for choosing if you're going to enable chronic sickness and symptoms and choose victim mode, or you're going to position yourself out of that. You're going to pull yourself. You're going to take your own hand. You're going to say, come here, Karen. Come here, Mary. Come here, uh, Courtney. Come here, Sarah. Come here, Abby. Come here, Fiona. Come here. Come with me. We are going, we are positioning ourselves in healing mode and here we are. It all starts with your thoughts, it starts with your beliefs, you the visionary, okay? Your visionary life, you, the orchestrator and the creator of your own life. So inside the self healers Society, I coach my clients, yeah, women in healing, stepping into their radical transformation and healing what they were told was chronic and incurable, okay? We have self-healing practices and coaching classes specifically about how to create your visionary healing life, the life where you are already healed and healing. This is the narrative that we're gonna focus on. This is the narrative we're going to manifest. The life where you're living in alignment, the life where you are no victim, the life where you're in control of what you choose, the life where you are conscious, you are awake, and you no longer participate in that old life dominated by chronic symptoms and chronic diagnosis. You're free. And nobody can give you that freedom except yourself. Okay, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this show. And if you did, remember to check out your Not So Chronic discount and join the Self-Healers Society over at notsochronic.com for powerful coaching masterclasses, self-healing practices, and real friendships with real women who heal themselves. We are the revolution. I'm Sarah. See you next time. And remember, healing happens.